Hello, and welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman, and I do really appreciate you listening on this Thursday, February 11th, 2021. Topics on this episode include the Chrisman LLC work environment, Redwood Trust's Q4 results, and the latest inflationary figures. Freddie Mac's fourth quarter results are pretty exciting. I was very excited that Chrisman LLC was voted the number one workplace in the free daily mortgage commentary with five or fewer employees category. Don't ask me what I had to pay for that honor. Just kidding. Pay for an award? I guess plenty of lenders do pay for awards as publicity, as they do to self-report and put MLOs in top categories. Publicizing top LOs in this competitive recruiting environment? Any residential originations company will tell you that ops and underwriters are critical to the team and that lender's success. I guess sometimes underwriting a residential loan, and other times it can feel like landing a jet bomber without wheels. Have you tweaked your processing to deliver faster and more reliable service to the client? For example, do you have a pre-underwriting done on a file prior to a trained underwriter seeing it? With underwriter comp shooting up, this is a hot topic at discussions like the Stratmore Operations Workshop and other virtual venues. For the link, visit robchrisman.com. One way to gauge the industry is by looking at an individual investor's results. For example, Redwood Trust recently reported its Q4 2020 financial results. Residential lending showed a record $3.8 billion of jumbo residential loan locks, up 81% from the prior quarter. Loan purchase commitments were up 108% from Q3 2020, while loans identified for purchase were up 72% over that same time period. Redwood purchased $1.6 billion of jumbo loans and sold $810 million of whole loans, completing two securitizations backed by $669 million of select jumbo loans in the process. These securitizations included a $345 million single investor securitization placed with an insurance company. By the end of January, Redwood had nearly $120 million of residential loan purchases through rapid funding a proprietary technology-enabled program that significantly accelerates purchase timelines for qualified originators. For the rest of the lender updates, please visit robchrisman.com. Looking at the fixed income market, inflation? What inflation? Annual U.S. core inflation per January's Consumer Price Index eased flat month-over-month and plus 1.4% year-over-year, while the headline figure saw no change for the second straight month, up 0.3% month over month, and up 1.4% year over year. These numbers were unfortunately below expectations and are well below the Fed's inflation target, meaning the central bank may not raise rates for years. Oddly, inflation doesn't quite feel subdued at the supermarket checkout stand when I see the price of Myrtle's tender vittles. The current lack of price pressure presents a conundrum, as elevated unemployment is stifling wage growth limiting the degree to which inflation heats up. But economic recovery from imminent stimulus passage and the effects of mass vaccination efforts may soon pressure prices. But how soon? Short-term economic growth remains lackluster, but the biggest risk for the market is more likely a premature pricing of the end of the pandemic. If inflation does begin to rise rapidly, the Federal Reserve may have to pull back on stimulus earlier than expected to keep inflation in check, increasing the risk of a 2013-style taper tantrum. The chair of the Fed, Jerome Powell, took the stage yesterday and leaned away from the idea that the economy might overheat with additional stimulus. He also said it could take quote-unquote many years to overcome scars from long-term unemployment, 
as the U.S. job market remains almost 10 million jobs short of last February's level, and the real unemployment rate remains close to 10%. He offered his assurances that there will be no monetary tightening solely in response to a strong labor market. Investors took it all in stride, with the prevailing sentiment still that the market can continue to count on the Fed not to muddle a rally by raising rates or tapering its bond purchases prematurely. By the end of the day yesterday, treasuries had rallied and the MBS basis closed wider across the stack due to that cooler-than-expected consumer price data. Remember, there also was $9 billion of Fed support on the day. Weekly jobless claims led off today's economic calendar. Initial claims for the week ending February 6th were down 19k to 793,000, not dropping as much as expected, and last week's were revised higher to 812k. Continued claims for the week ending January 30th came in at 4.54 million. Later this morning brings Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey for the week ending February 11th, after yesterday's $41 billion 10-year treasury note auction was met with solid demand. The Treasury will auction $27 billion 30-year bonds today, in the final leg of this week's quarterly refunding. Today sees the desk conducting the last two operations on the current schedule, which will total up to $5.6 billion. In the afternoon, the desk will release a new two-week Fed trade schedule, commencing with Friday's operation, in addition to the mid-February to mid-March MBS reinvestment estimate, which is expected to total just over $117 billion dollars compared with $126 billion in the current period. We begin the day with agency MBS prices unchanged from Wednesday night and the 10-year yielding 1.14% after closing yesterday at 1.13%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A husband and wife were sipping some wine, sitting in front of the fire on a cold, wintry evening. The wife began purring, I love you so much and look forward to the end of each day. I don't know how I could ever live without you. Her husband asks, Is that you or the wine talking? She replies, It's me, talking to the wine. (laughs) Thank you for spending a few minutes of your time with us. We hope you found it informative and efficient, and we look forward to doing it all again tomorrow. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.